Welcome back, everybody. This is the Black Wash Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. Today, we're talking about why women have flipped the script. Studies have been coming out. Hold on, let and- me cut you off really quick also. I just want to shout out my girl, one of my besties, Brene, because she actually executive produced this episode. And this is all her topic, all her research. And we are going to put our little spin on it. So I'll let you continue. Right. But like I said, today we're going to talk about why women have flipped the script, DJ. And the And all this is predicated off of a study that essentially showed that for heterosexual males, the dating pool seems to be limited. And the whole premise essentially more or less on the idea behind one of the potential reasons is they are saying women are now accepting more, well, not accepting more, they're accepting less of the bullshit that they used to be dealing with and now are no longer willing to deal with it. Destiny, what are your thoughts on just the initial premise before I tell you why they're absolutely wrong? Well, I think what really the initial premise is, is that men, um, their dating pool has definitely, you know, become a lot smaller. And one of the big reasons is, is that women are not tolerating like any of the nonsense anymore. I think one of the big things that are on social media right now is like every girl is like coming into their like soft year. This is my soft year. I will not tolerate like anything that will not bring me peace. What the fuck does a soft year mean? I'm telling you. So that's like every girl. I think particularly it tailors to black women because I think that other people, you know, just kind of, you know, always just believe that we can tolerate so much. And men put us through the ringer. We have, you know, like we deal with issues out the workplace, like tons of things. And it's just like, you know, taking a step back and saying, hey, I will not tolerate this. This does not bring me peace. Like, I am going to exclude this out of my life if that means not talking to this person, if that means blocking this list, if that means quitting this job or, you know, studying something else at school. Whatever does not bring you peace, you cut it out. I don't know exactly what it means, but that's how I interpret it. It's like this, I I choose to be soft. If this is hurting my feelings, I'm going to step away from it. I'm going to communicate that because I'm putting myself first. That's what I think soft year is. And I think a lot of women being able to take that stand, they're able to look at men and say, hey, you are not benefiting my life in any way. You are only, you know, causing turmoil in my life. And I will not tolerate that. And I'd rather be by myself if you're not making life easier for me. So I think that that would weigh in it. So, you know, proclaiming that you're having a soft year or a soft life is you know not tolerating a man and his bullshit and that's you know you know making the pool of women a lot you know smaller for men to choose from so it's kind of like you know they're having a hard time finding a woman that's gonna be like hey yeah it's cool i'll split all the bills with you and wash your clothes and cook you dinner 
Because why? I can do all that myself. I, I think you hit on a very important point. And I guess my position on it, maybe I should backtrack a little bit because I don't think it's completely divorced from the, uh, the central premise of the article. And I believe the reason why the dating pool is um, over time becoming more and more limited is because when you think about the start of the country, being in a marriage for a woman and being associated with a man was a vital necessity. Couldn't own property, your rights were limited. So if you wanted to have a fairly decent life, there was a lot of jobs that weren't available to you, if any, you had to tie yourself to a man. You were economically and in many ways socially dependent on a male. So even if you weren't even a heterosexual woman, you would be in a relationship with a male for pure survival purposes more likely it is that some women are simply going to choose not to be in a relationship. And I think to view this as some shift and this idea of men have just always been awful to women and now they no longer want to accept that, I think it's kind of more reflective of the times of let's blame men for everything when that's not necessarily a thing. There's a big difference between being in a time where you had to be uh, attached to a man and getting more and more as women becoming more liberated, which is a good thing. Uh, I believe it's a good thing. You ask some men, maybe they think it's a bad thing. But as women becoming more increasingly more liberated, it's not necessarily, okay, men were so awful as it is, well, I don't have to be with a man. And because I don't have to be with a man, I go from maybe during your grandma's time, somebody accepting adultery, kids outside the marriage, an abusive situation out of pure necessity. Now they're saying even more so women will be in what are even healthy relationships, but, but now have this essentially this, this fear that, hey, I, there fear of missing out, I believe that there might be something better for me out. So instead of me maintaining this relationship, I want to go and see what's out there because now I have all these options. So I think we're putting a lot of the on men where that might not necessarily be the case. And I don't believe the case. And that's not to say there aren't shitty men out there. Of course there's shitty men out there and there's shitty women. But I think the drastic numbers that we're seeing are more representative of the fact that as a woman, I can get a high paying job and I can be financially independent more so than it is directly tied to men were just so shitty to begin with. No, absolutely. And I think that this goes against like what like the old folktale or notion was that like you have to ride or die no matter what. And I want to say that like there is like a line between this. I absolutely believe like if you're married, you should probably stick it out and try to work things out. But if you're just dating, I'm not going to stick around with you having a baby on me or being disrespectful. And I think what's really interesting about this is I actually dated a guy. I won't tell you who, but he would say at times, like, I'd be like, to put up with this or you know like say things to that nature and he's just like okay we'll do whatever you want to do there's millions of women out there 
but there's not that many men out there for you. So keep that in mind. And I think that's so interesting with this topic because that's actually not the case now. Because not only will I not tolerate that, but there's so many other women that are not going to be putting up with this excess stress and then thinking that they have to stay around because they're not going to be able to find another man. That's false. That's not the case now. And even if that is the case, it's just, you know, so many signs across the board that women are believing, you know, I can do this shit myself, honestly. Here's the thing. I think, like I said, and, and not to belabor the point, I think it goes back to what I said. It's a dangerous line for both women and men to tell. It's this whole notion, again, that the grass isn't always greener. So now, like I said, as women become increasingly more liberated, which is a great, terrific thing, they're going to uh, continue to believe that the world is your oyster. Like, oh my gosh, I, there's so many possible people I could be with. And because I'm not financially dependent on a man, I'm willing to be more selective and take more time in looking for that special someone with not realizing that you still may never find somebody who is as good as the person you were initially with. So a lot of times, and I don't want to tell people to settle, but make sure whatever your evaluation is on a potential relationship that it's rooted in reality and it's not rooted in some notion that there's something better. Because a lot of times we're, we're increasingly in a world of social media where people think like, oh my gosh, everybody else's life is so great. Everybody else's spouse is so wonderful. And I'm stuck with this ugly egg-headed motherfucker who doesn't do shit and doesn't pay all the bills and wants me to do this. I could be living like so-and-so. And so-and-so -and -so ain't even living like so-and-so. No, so for sure. You want to be careful. You want to be careful because it ain't sweet out there. And I tell people this all the time, and, and it's funny because I talked to some of my male friends who have been broken up with. And again, it's it's this notion that there's something better out. And a lot of them were solid dudes. And I, and I tell them all the time, they're going to fuck around and find out it ain't sweet out there. And then I can't tell you how many times they were like, bro, you are so right. So-and-so keep calling me, texting me. Oh, baby, I miss you. Yada, yada, yada. And I said... She found out it wasn't fucking sweet out there. She found out that what was on fucking Instagram and Twitter was a motherfucking lie. And now she wants to come back to what she had before. And I told him you were going to be a fool twice a Sunday if you sit there and take her back after she decided that you weren't good enough for her. If she thought that, make her stand on that shit and move forward know what kind of females you were talking about and your friends but ladies I will tell you that if you are not satisfied in some areas like what you want will be out there like those but will it find are you possible because let me tell you this all of the relationships that I've ended I have never in my life said oh I missed that I need that back or tried to like you know circle the block like that I've never done that no I've never missed no, it. See, so time out, time out. Let me stop you from making the biggest mistake that people all the time make, and I fucking hate this mistake. Let's keep this shit a buck, okay? You're a young, attractive, well-educated, successful woman who's talking about what she will and will not accept. 
And too often, I'm not telling anybody to settle, but this sort of perspective comes from somebody who has always been accustomed to having fucking options. And it's not fair to just drop that information carte blanche without fucking context and have women who are not similarly situated believe, oh, he he don't pay for all the bills, I'm stopping. Oh, he doesn't do this, I'm, I'm not going to talk to him. And I'm not saying that that's what you're saying, but so many times people don't realize, and we're in a culture now where people don't want to keep that shit fucking real. And they want to say, well, girl, you can get any man you want, or you can do that. The same rules don't apply to everybody. It's not the same for everybody. So you could, so people listening, go ahead and listen to this advice if you want to. But I, I want you to know, my cousin been casting checks and breaking necks for a long time. So if you're not similarly situated, go try this fuckery if you want, and you're gonna fuck around and find out Christmas is gonna be lonely as fuck this year. And you know what, ladies, if Christmas is lonely as fuck. That's fine. At least you're not under, like, not sitting under your Christmas tree in some pajamas with a guy who is stressing you the fuck out. And you had to buy all his Christmas gifts and he didn't buy you a damn thing. Don't do it. Who cares? Be by yourself. If you're by yourself for Christmas, take you a little trip. Don't tolerate that. And that's what the thing is. And another With what money? With what money? With your money? Is that what they taking the trip for? Half of the time, that just slides us into the next stage of this. That's another thing. These men, another thing that's, you know, making it a little rough for men is that they don't have the money. And inflation is kicking everybody's ass. And all these women are pretty much saying, if you cannot help me or make my life easier, what are you going to be in my life for? Like, I don't need you. There, I don't need you for sex. You can't pay my bills. Like you, you, you cheat on me. Like you're not funny. What are you doing for Here's me? Here's the thing. I Here's the thing. We're conflating it. We're saying so many things. We're saying people who we're saying things that are certainly reasons to break up with somebody. If you're on Christmas and you get them gifts and they don't get you gifts and all this other from after women were able to be financially independent and still be, that'd be a viable option for a woman. You should have never, you should never accept a relationship where people are treating you less than what you deserve by treating you poorly. However, let's differentiate that between somebody treating you like shit and somebody not treating you the way that you've become accustomed through your life of living through somebody else via social media. Because yes, out, out back or outset or whatever the fuck his name is, buys Cardi B all this fucking shit because he can afford it and it looks great and it looks awesome. Yes, that, that girl you went to high school with and her super rich husband buys her all this other stuff and whatnot. And you might live vicariously through that and be like, oh my God, her life is so perfect and her kids are so perfect. But you have to be able to differentiate between what you're seeing and what you're actually experiencing and realize that your situation might not be a bad situation, but you're constantly comparing yourself to other people's situation. And by comparing yourself to other people's situation, you're only comparing what they allow you to see, the best parts of their relationship to your entire picture. And you're saying, you know what? I'm not happy. And I can't tell you how many times you ask a motherfucker, well, why did y'all break up? 
I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted something different. It just didn't feel right. Things you couldn't put your fucking finger on. And and that's separate and apart from he cheats on me. He This motherfucker beats the shit out of me. X, Y, Z. He calls me all types of names under the bus. He makes me feel bad about myself. Those are all valid reasons that you can put your finger on. So that's that's what I want to bring the distinction to and, and separate because I don't want people getting in the habit of thinking, oh, women are telling me to I shouldn't expect a man not to pay all my bills. Bitch, you're built like a sack of laundry. You can't live through that expectation. We're not body shaming women. And I'm not body shaming anybody. What I'm saying is you have to be realistic. You have to do things that are going to put you in the best position. And you can't live off of somebody else's expectation. And don't tell, don't allow somebody else. I think you're getting off topic. That is the thing that we're talking about is women valuing their mental health, putting themselves first, saying, hey, I want to have a soft life. And if you are doing anything that interferes with that, then I will not allow you to do that. And I will distance myself from you. That's what this is all about. It doesn't have anything to do with like comparing ourselves to people on social media. I'm not saying that it does not happen, but that's not what this study is about. This study is about women calling men out on their bullshit, saying, I refuse to tolerate that and putting themselves first and saying, I will step away from this because it's not bringing me peace. That's what this is about. What I'm saying is... Other factors. What I'm saying is it's not even remotely controversial. In the instances, the more limited instances where that is the case, that's not even a remotely controversial position. What I'm talking about is I'm cautioning people for confusing that for these other situations. And I'm saying the reason why the, the... the premise that this particular article has, more or less, is that men are acting shitty towards women. Women are not accepting that anymore, and therefore they're removing themselves out of the dating pool, more or less, and it's restricting the number of viable options for heterosexual men. That is the premise of their article. And what I'm saying is, I think more often times than people care to admit, the, the reason why that the the number of women are limited is because they think they're doing that when in all actuality what they're doing is comparing themselves to things that they see on social media and wanting to emulate that type of lifestyle but not being similarly situated okay well it is an issue and i mean the study is you know made it clear that this is what is happening now in society And I know that, you know, on social media, not social media, but, you know, dating apps, which is pretty much the number one source to find someone now. It's crazy in this new age and date. But on dating sites, you know, men outnumber the amount of women that are on there. And, you know, there's still like, how do you make yourself appealing to the few women that are out there? So... What I would suggest for men, that men are so comfortable being, you know, trash and lax that they're not putting any effort out to get the attention of an available woman. So if you're on a dating app, you're not, you know, 
extending an invitation out and asking someone to go out on a date with you, willing to take them on an actual date, actually courting a woman to make them interested in you. Looks have only gone so far. They're only going so far nowadays. We are not looking for looks. It's how can you make you know me happy? How can you make me continue to have a soft life? That's what's most important. I'm all for this wave because I just want to be at peace. I'm all about having happy and peaceful life. That's all I want. And I, you know what? I think that's a very fair thing to ask for. And for the women that this does apply to, I am all for it. I think it's certainly in your best interest to remove all stressors, whether that stressor be something that has two legs and two arms, remove it if it's an unnecessary stressor. If it is a job, like like some of the um, the people within the study have said, like if it is a job and, and you can afford to just up and leave, fuck that damn job. You know what I'm saying? Straight all up. of those... All of those things I am more than in favor of. Put your mental health and put yourself and put your own feelings first and foremost. And a lot of times what you need to do, and I think a lot of people are coming to this realization, both men and women, that sometimes you need to remove yourself from the dating pool because you got more work to do on yourself. And I feel like for people who are like, well, let me let me not attach myself to somebody else until I have figured me out a little bit and I have figured out what I'm looking for in a relationship. I also think that that's a lot more in tune with themselves and they tend to know what they are looking for a lot better and are more introspective. So I think a lot of this is is contributed by women saying, hey, let me figure out my own shit first and then let me be in a healthy place before I enter a relationship. One thing I, I will also add as far as one of the reasons why a lot more men are on dating um, in general are so quick to laugh at people and to make a mockery of them that a lot of men are in their head. And I mean, when I say a lot of men, I got friends who like straight up are attractive cats, six three, built like Thor, successful people who are are petrified in approaching women and they're afraid of rejection and they feel like social media gives them an I mean not social media but um, dating apps gives them a little distance that makes rejection not so hard. So I think part of the reason why men are more prevalent on dating apps is because it allows them to approach a woman and, uh, and it lessens the fear of the rejection. Whereas women are more accustomed to being approached and therefore the them worrying about the rejection element isn't generally as as front of mind as it is for men. And a lot of men don't want to talk about it because it's not necessarily a safe thing for them to say, but they're petrified to go up to a woman and say, hey, you know, what are you doing this weekend? I would love to take you out. Because right when they do that, if she's like, no, next thing you know, she's texting her friend, they're all laughing at you and saying, this so, such and such person asked me on a date, Let, let's laugh at this person. And I've, and I've had that experience you know people relaying that to me and wanting to laugh at somebody else you know so and so came to talk to me and laugh like 
what he think he could get me and like shit like that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna act like I'm some saying I laugh at it because I've never struggled with women. So part of me doesn't have the same trauma, but that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make like what about if that person finds out that that's what you know everybody was doing was laughing because you know he had enough confidence to approach this beautiful woman and she's like, Oh my god, I'm so out of his league. I can't believe he'd think he could talk to me. You know, people don't think about that. I will say that. I get what you're saying that, you know, sometimes it's not right, but sometimes it's just, it's just the audacity to believe, like, I have had this situation and the person that have approached me, I just think to myself, why in the world would you think that we would ever be a match? Because what? And and here's the thing. Bizarre. And, and so many times, though, and don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying that this is what you've done, but so many times women come to this conclusion without actually testing the waters, without actually seeing what this person is about. And I want I want to and, and not say that it's just this cute, huge thing, because I will say there's are, there are definitely women out there who have went on dates with men that they weren't attracted to. Well, they weren't physically attracted to, but maybe it was confidence, maybe it was the way they carry themselves. They were attracted to something else. But a lot of women don't understand the emotional damage it can do to somebody to have constant rejection. And for somebody, and a lot of times women don't realize a lot, because here's the thing, I might not have experienced rejection, but I've experienced like wanting to ask somebody out and the time that I actually wanted to ask them out was like weeks later. It wasn't the, the second that I thought about, hey, I'd like to take so-and-so out. It was me building up like, how do I want to approach this situation? How do I want to ask her? Yada, yada, yada. And can you imagine going through that process of planning it out and saying, this is what I'm going to do. And this is you know, going to be my approach just to have somebody laugh in your face or say like, Hey, uh, no, what, what makes you think that I would want to go out with you or something cruel? I mean, women and anybody is certainly within their rights to say, you know what? Thank you. That's very sweet, but I'm not interested. Not saying that won't hurt, but to have the, the overplay that, you know, and to get your friends involved and to make a joke out of people. I think that's why a lot of men go on these dating apps. So to see a disproportionate number of men on these sites, I don't think necessarily indicates that it's the soft season shit, which it, it certainly could be one of the reasons, but I think a, a more likely culprit is the fact that men are just, fucking scared to approach women because they don't want to be made to look the fool no you're right and what you just explained is rude i would never tell somebody that and then go and talk about them behind their back well i might say like to my close friends but i would never say that to their face that's rude and just yeah but, but no, i actually have a boyfriend i know but thank you for being that's so nice i know women who wear wedding rings who are not married for instances like that. And here's the thing, I, I'll just tell a, a situation that I had ago, um, while ago where, so somebody I knew asked this girl out, she was like, oh no, I'm not interested, I'm seeing someone, yada yada. And then one day, and like I said, this was a while ago, this was like over a year ago. And one day she was just flirting with me. And I mean like super just like, 
kitty cat like flirting with me and i was like don't you gotta do that that's the word on the block i heard you gotta do no i just told so-and-so i had a dude but like you know like I, i'm single yada 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 and i'm just like well motherfuckers still gonna see you every day if i started talking to you how do you think that motherfucker gonna feel if like oh you had a dude Wednesday, but now all of a sudden somebody else is talking to you. You no longer have a dude. So I'm not saying women can't be honest, but it's like, and and I'm not saying that's your responsibility, but I'm saying the rejection a lot of time leads to men becoming these hostile towards women, wanting to be becoming incels or becoming like saying like, hey, I'll never approach a woman in person. I'll always do it like under the protection of the internet. Yeah. Okay, so here is a question. Do you think this soft girl life is a trend that is here to stay? I think it is. I'm just going to go ahead and answer it first. I think it is. I think that we are, you know, a generation that has really recognized mental health. We really value it. Everything is circulated around mental health. We can't even say certain words anymore because we don't want to offend people. I think that we all want to, you know, just be happy and whatever that means to us. And if that means to exclude stress for women in particular, I believe that is something that us as women are going to do. And I'm all I'm all for it. I think that this is something that should and will continue as far as women just coming to the conclusion and like just becoming more in tune with what they want and saying and what they deserve. And I think it's a beautiful thing when done right. And I and I like I said, I applaud all women who are saying I'm not putting up with no, I'm not I'm not putting up with lesson. And many women out there have been putting up with lesson, and they certainly deserve better. And coming to that awareness is a beautiful thing. So I think this pretty much answers Brene's next question. Are the soft life girls full of shit or have men always been full of shit and it's finally up for them? I think, yeah, it's time's up for the men. Get your act together. We're not, I think, we are not tolerating that shit. I think it's a, I think it's a little... I wouldn't say it's a little bit of both because like I said, the people who are true to the movement and are truly doing that, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing, but yeah, I think as it pertains directly to the people who are to the women who are really getting to know themselves and deciding the softier um, stuff is really for them. I, I definitely think it's certainly valid. I don't think it's bullshit. And uh, yeah, men, if you are part of the fucking large number or relatively large number of men who are not treating women to the best of your ability, not the best of somebody else's ability, but to the best of your ability, you better step your game up because a lot of women are stepping up their expectation and you might just not be able to step to the plate and make it happen. For sure. This is changing the game. This also makes me think of this me or it's like a TikTok probably that I see on Instagram a lot. And there's like, I've seen it. The, I've seen one with Cuban Link, which is 50 Cent's girlfriend. And she's always like, I don't want to be a ride or die. And I think, like, yeah, that's a little bit dramatic, but I feel like every single woman is just like, I'm sick of riding or dying. Like, I just want to have a good fucking time. Why do I got to fucking ride and die? Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm sure some people feel that way. Right and the on. ones who do, more power to you. Why do I have to do that? Can you? Can I just be a princess? Be Make me your queen, please. You're going to call me that anyway. So why don't you treat me like a queen? One thing I will say is as we're talking about, you know, women and raising the bar, you know, keep in mind, a lot of you women are saying you want very traditional things without wanting to take a traditional role. But that's that's tea to drink for another day. What I want to say and encourage and leave all the listeners with is to put yourself first. I believe that that is the synopsis of the soft girl life is to put yourself first. What do you think? Agreed. Yes. And on that note, thanks again, Brene. I feel like this was a good talk. We will catch y'all all next week. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.